Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. NFL Trend Zone. I am Dustin Baker here with Cody Spears, Jason Bowen, and Wes Johnson. We have one topic that we're going to talk about the entire show because it's so fascinating and unlike years past and past, and that's the NFL MVP race. About five, six quarterbacks are near the top of the Vegas odds. Tyreek Hill can probably be considered a sleeper, but this thing is wide open. Usually you just kind of glance down at the numbers and win in doubt, say, well, Patrick Mahomes should win it. But he won it last year, so we want to discuss if he's on his way to winning it again or if somebody like Dak Prescott can win the damn thing. So MVP chat, stay with us for the next half hour, 35, 40 minutes to chat about that. First, though, betonline.ag. The holiday season is off and rolling with NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting midseason form. BetOnline is your number one destination for all of your sports wagering information. With up-to-the-minute sports, wagering, news, odds, trends, predictions, BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And it's not just the big four. BetOnline has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that's played in general, from MMA to international soccer even. Head to BetOnline today and remember to use our promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, B-L-E-A-V, believe, for 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is free money. Bet online where the game starts. We are talking MVP race tonight and only MVP race because it is so up in the air. And right now, for Las Vegas, the front runners to win the chip are in order, believe it or not. Dak Prescott, who's had a wonderful, what, month and a half. Brock Purdy. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Tua Tagovailoa. Those are the front runners. Tyreek Hill could theoretically slip in the back door with a 2,000-yard season. And then, uh, I don't know if there's any other fringe. We'll talk about it here. If there's any other fringe dudes that can get in for at least the contention or win the award. Wes, I'm going to start with you. I think we'll just kind of go, if you guys are okay with the format, case-by-case case for each man. Uh, tell me why it should or shouldn't be Dak Prescott. Uh, I, I think Dak has a really good case. Um, he started the season painfully slow. Um, part of that was getting accustomed to the new offense, but after I think it was week four, week five, he's just absolutely taken off. Um, he He's a front runner in my opinion. I know Vegas has he and Brock Purdy kind of neck and neck, but I uh, I don't see Purdy as being uh, a viable option. Um, MVP is supposed to um, uplift his team and you know bring them above the fray. And when Debo Samuel was out or Christian McCaffrey uh, missed a little bit uh, in the game, he he wasn't the same Purdy that. Uh, he is when those components are are in the offense. Um, Dallas's schedule too it, it benefits uh, Dak Prescott. He's got the Phillies this week, who have given up a lot uh, in the air um, at Buffalo, which will likely be a shootout between he and Josh Allen. 
Uh, then at Miami, again, another shootout. And then uh, Detroit at home and at Washington to finish out the season. Um, those are five out of four plus matchups for um, passing the ball with Buffalo being um, a mid-tier matchup. Uh, but one I anticipate will will still be a shootout. So the the timestamp on Dak Prescott was two days before Halloween. That's when he started being an absolute MVP contender and hasn't looked back. Uh, in every game since Halloween, he's either thrown three or four touchdown passes, except for one against the Panthers where he had two. And yeah, the Cowboys in that span have gone six and one. And uh, I, I still can't figure out where I'm going to settle with them before the playoffs start. Cause normally this is about the time where I think, all right, they'll, they'll, they'll collapse in the divisional round, but I'd rather not think about think like that. Cause that's tend to people, how people think about the Vikings and it gets on my nerves. So I don't know. Uh, the Cowboys probably have to show it or prove it so that we believe it. But Dak is absolutely playing well. And if you are a fantasy football manager, if you had Justin Fields get hurt or Anthony Richardson, you could have got Prescott off the waiver wire. And if you would have stashed him and, You'd be living pretty right now, which this guy has done in a few leagues. But Cody, the case for Dak Prescott, why should or shouldn't he? Well, uh, when I was looking into this, uh, I came across that it's very likely to be a QB off of a number one or number two seed and way more likely to be from a number one seed. And from NBC Sports' Peter King, of the past 10, 10 MVPs, eight have come from a number one seed and two were from a number two seed. All of them were quarterbacks. AP was outlier winner in 2012, and then in 2009, 2010, and 2011, MVP also came off of a uh, number one seed. It's relevant, especially for Dak, because I believe the formula right there of the quarterback coming from the number one seed probably hurts Dak Prescott's chances the most of winning the MVP. As per DVOA's playoff odds the cowboys have just a five percent chance of winning uh that top seed as opposed to the 49ers at 54 and the eagles at 34 um you just outlined dak prescott's stats over the last six games he has 21 tds two ints uh i mean he's like you said he's just killing it and if he plays anywhere near that keeps playing anywhere near that level and leads the cowboys to the number one seed he's going to take it in a landslide but I'm, I'm just not sure that the Cowboys are going to actually take that number one seed. And if it's like the 49ers, I think Brock Purdy can take it over Dak Prescott if they don't pivot to an AFC Lamar or Mahomes. The Cowboys so play. Dak can do it if they win out. Cowboys play at home this week against the Eagles. And if they win that while the Seahawks chip off the 49ers somehow. Cowboys would be in the first seed, at least temporarily. That's how close they are right now. Um, and those NFC West games always get funky. So keep an eye on mm-hmm. 49ers Seahawks. Jason, Dak, yay or nay? Uh, yeah, yay, yay. And I do got him on fantasy. That guy is killing it, killing <laughs> things. But uh, what the, the biggest thing, and I don't really have much to add to what Wes started the show with, but is the most seasons he starts good. Mm-hmm. Then it trickles off and it evens out regresses to the mean if you will he started so slow and just came out of nowhere and is just bam 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 do they get a do they play the eagles again this weekend yeah oh man that i think i think this game i don't i don't care about that number one seed uh stat cody 
if if <laughs> if the Cowboys beat the Eagles this week and they get in as a number two seed, or yeah, if they get in as a number two, Dak could. I think he's the front runner. I really, honestly do at this point in time. Yeah, I think that I'm right there with you, Jason. That this is this is what the voters want to see this week. They want to be convinced. They want to be persuaded because the field's so wide open. So if Dak has his what you can call customary uh, since Halloween, if he has his customary three or four touchdowns and zero or one turnover, the voters need an excuse to say, "All right, you know what? I'm voting for that guy." And this late in the season, um, taking and they're, the Cowboys are next to unbeatable at home this year. Uh, so we shall see what gives. Um, so yeah, this is probably the most optimistic we've ever sounded about Prescott on this show. Not that we dislike him or anything. It's just it's usually he's right there with Kirk Cousins and Stafford, like really good and sometimes just not all that. Well, and and similar to also to uh, real quick, sorry, uh, Russell Wilson, like four years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, both of those guys used to start really, really, really hot. But then, you know, you're not going to get a four or five touchdown game out of either one of those guys this time of year. And then uh, let's see. So, Wes, you already kind of sounded down, downtrodden about Purdy, so I won't make you rehash that. Interestingly, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys saw uh, Nick Wright. I think he was talking. Who was it? Talking to somebody today and was asked about the MVP race for uh, Tua or for Brock. And he, he said they're not even the MVP on their own team. <laughs> so why would they win MVP of the league? Talking yeah. about McCaffrey um, and, of course, Tyreek Hill. Uh, Wes, so any any positives you have about Purdy to win this thing? Or you, you just think that that, is, that would be a raw deal? Or like just a strange deal. Uh, I I think it would be a strange deal. Um, <laughs> I I would say. Um, uh, at best, he's maybe the third best player on that offense. Uh, you got McCaffrey, you have Trent Williams, uh, and then you could arguably go Kittle, uh, Debo. And Ayuk over him in terms of talent, talent level at their respective positions. So, um, with that taken into effect, I just don't see how he would be a viable option. He's a good quarterback, but I I do think that he also needs uh, some of the components around him for that success. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about it. There's a difference between seeing if it was a one-hit wonder, which I think we mostly believe it wasn't but that doesn't mean that he's the mvp uh i mean let's see let's see how he would do on an ordinary roster and i mean thankfully for his sake he probably won't have to do that um but yeah i'm with you that i guess i wouldn't be pissed if he won mvp but it really wouldn't make too much sense because he certainly hasn't put a team on his back like you would expect an mvp to do cody do you have any more optimism than wes and i about brock for mvp man Brock Purdy was he, he. I definitely have more optimism. Uh, he has thirty one hundred yards on a ridiculous nine point six yards per attempt. His passer rating leads all starting quarterbacks. And if he has the best, if he's the best quarterback in the league, and his team gets the number one seed, uh, I think the only way he loses that is what's happening here is if people don't credit him for his own success and pivot to the quarterback from the yeah, AFC top team. Uh, but I mean, he's always going to have detractors who want to give the credit to Kyle Shanahan and all the 49ers offensive stars. But I mean, 
the where is where was this talk for Jalen Hurts, who's been MVP front runner? He's he's not the best player on his team. Um, I think that Jalen Hurts has a way better offensive line, better receivers, arguably, yeah, better receivers. Um, I mean, a top tight end as well. So um, I think the 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 detracting or the detractors for Brock Purdy are just not used to Brock Purdy yet. And and I didn't think I was going to be defending Brock Purdy here. I, I wasn't a fan of his last <laughs> year, but I mean the guy's been crushing it this year. And you know, uh, he's he like that. I'll just leave it at that. He's playing great, and Jalen Hurts has been MVP front runner. And I'd say his little cocoon over there is better than Brock Purdy's. I think I and for the record, mm-hmm. I I was saying the same stuff about a week or two ago on this show uh, about <laughs> Jalen Hurts. So uh, I I have been the proponent against yeah, Jalen Hurts yeah. as well. Well, conveniently, we're going to get to him in about two minutes um, on Purdy. I think I have some um, preconceived bias. A, the guy wasn't very good at Iowa. B, he's Mr. Irrelevant. And C, he didn't look very good against the Vikings when I saw him in person. Uh, so I don't know. I guess I need more convincing. Maybe the next five weeks we'll do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, certainly, certainly good. I, he deserves to be in the conversation. It'd be weird if he wasn't, but I don't know if he has the oomph to knock off Mahomes or Hurts. it sounds like you don't know if he has the draft capital to knock off. Yeah. Those guys. Well, I don't know. I, he, to, I don't know. The Vikings, I you, though. I, the Vikings I, I, to I, me aren't a top five football team and he looked completely average against the Vikings. Yeah. I expected rock Purdy to face plant this year. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just as con- well, I'm convinced now. So. Yeah. It sounds like you got to be kind of a tiebreaker here, Jason. Brock, yay or nay for MVP? Well, yeah. I mean, I was listening to 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 Wes go on about the uh, you know the the surrounding supporting cast that this man has, and and it's in, it's just really that hearing that out loud is fascinating. But then Cody comes back and and reminds me that the Eagles are just equally stacked. But then the 49ers come out and just destroy the Eagles. And these two teams are so, so good. Both of them are. Um, So, I mean, yeah, you got it. You got to throw him in there. And, and, and unlike the draft pedigree, I think that's all the more reason to throw him in there. I mean, seriously, dead last. And that's it's Iowa State, not Iowa, mind you. I mean, there's people in Iowa, Dustin, that would crucify you if they heard that. Oh, I I got it wrong. I uh, yeah. Iowa State alumni down there over there. There, I've made that I've made that mistake before where um, I did it with Kane and Wongu once. And I got (laughs) I don't think either one of those teams, though, in Iowa, (laughs) Iowa, Iowa State have ever had a quarterback. To come into the league and do anything. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, you gotta, you definitely gotta throw them in the conversation and, and it's incredible. It's a great story. And, and I think it'd be, I think it'd be awesome if he got it, um, you know, but yeah, who do you, I mean, I've always been, a, been the guy that says you could put anybody with Kyle Shanahan and preferably the most, the more unexperienced and underqualified, the better for Kyle Shanahan. So, uh, that's that's the only thing that would that would leave me with cause for pause. Wes, that not brings so much, not so not so much his weapons, but Kyle Shanahan. But and yeah. then obviously all his weapons as well. But uh we had the segue to Jalen Hurts, Wes. So uh if you weren't that high on him a couple weeks ago, um I'm right there with you that I think he's really good. Um, but when we try to put him in the tier with Burrow or Mahomes, I just don't quite see it. Maybe as a, I mean, maybe the the brotherly shove thing 
at least once a game puts him there uh, statistically anyhow, but give me your hurt speech. Yay or nay. And if you keep having all these nays, we're gonna have to get to some yays from you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I will say nay for hurts for the same reasons surrounding Purdy. Uh, it was interesting to see how Philly operated. Um, Hertz went out with a concussion scare, came back into the game. Uh, they had it, you know, first and goal, and they didn't line up to do the fucking shove once. Why? Because they didn't want to expose him to any unnecessary blows to the head since he already had the scare of the concussion. So, um, I mean, it was a prime opportunity for them. They needed that score to, to stay in the game, and they didn't. Um, or they weren't able to score. And over the last few weeks, Hertz has had trouble um, in dissecting the offense. And I don't know if that's completely on Hertz, if it's also on uh, the coaching over there as well, but there have been hiccups in his game, and it's been evident on some of these bigger stages. So Hertz is on pace for 44 total touchdowns when you include their passing and all the, the sneaks. We call everything a tush push now. Um, I, I I think out of the group here that we've discussed so far, I would probably give it to Hertz based on that production. I know the the brotherly shove touchdowns, some might kind of wince and go, eh, those really count? Well, yeah, they do. Uh, so I think out of all just the, the brute force touchdowns that he scored, that if I had to vote like, among the men that we've already discussed, I would say Hurts. Although, again, I'm not enamored with his ability to pass the football. I think it's good, kind of like Purdy, but I don't think it's elite. Cody, what do you think of Hurts for this MVP award? Yeah, if I could put money on an MVP candidate to not win it, it'd probably go on Jalen Hurts. I mean, obviously, Tyreek is an easy one, but as far as the quarterbacks go, Realistically, it's Jalen Hurts. Uh, he doesn't have the passing stats, uh, mundane passer rating. He has 10 interceptions already. He has a couple comeback wins and highlights for a 10-2 and two team, and that's really his biggest argument. Um, I think that it, the the hype he has been getting is because he barely missed out on it last season, perhaps due to injury, and voters might just believe it's his turn. That's mm-hmm. that, I think they're going to look elsewhere for this one. Jason Hurts, yeah, your name, MVP. Um, how many, how many touchdowns does he have due to that tush push? And I fucking hate that damn 12, play. 12, 12. 12 games. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Well, I, 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 I'm probably just going to have to say, uh, oh man, I, I'll, I'll say nay. I'll say nay. Um, you know, I, I agree with a lot of the stuff you said. Um, a lot of, uh, but a lot of the stuff Cody said too. Um, I don't have anything to add to either one of those, but I'll go nay. I, I'm I'm on the Prescott train, man. It's all <laughs> no, Dak this year. No, that's that's just fine. Um, and all of our confusion, so to speak, just uh, adds more basis to why this MVP race is so tight and so abnormal. Um, but we do have three left to discuss, and then um, hopefully some some fringe contenders if we got the time. The next one is the incumbent, Patrick Mahomes. Wesley, would you give it to Patrick Mahomes? Uh, let's say he finishes the the season in Mahomesian form. Well, I got it. Oh, well, last thing, one thing I say. Sorry, Wes. 
an MVP candidate should be able to come up with a better performance against the uh, uh, divisional rival. Uh, not in in division, but uh, same you know NFC conference rival as the Niners. That I mean, they got smoked. They got I mean, they got really smoked. I, he went out with an injury, didn't he? That game hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, even before then. Um, back to me. Yeah, sorry. Mahomes. You know, that's okay. Um, for Mahomes, no, I. He hasn't looked like Mahomes this year. Um, uh, we're. 14 weeks in almost. And uh, I just, I haven't seen the, the vintage Mahomes performance. Um, part of that's due to the lack of weapons around him, um, which is surprising. Um, usually he's able to elevate those guys. Uh, could be a proponent of, you know, Travis Kelsey looking like a 34 year old. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's still Travis Kelsey, but he's not the Travis Kelsey of the last you know four or five years, where he's just utterly, completely dominant. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does look like he's starting to slow down a touch, and how much that's affecting the play on the field, I I don't know, but I know he demanded a lot of coverage, and it opened up some of the other stuff for. Uh, the other guys in that offense and uh, Rashi Rice, he has been coming on as of late, but I don't know if he's going to be able to do what Mahomes needs needs him to do to elevate Mahomes to that you know upper echelon of MVP status. So uh, I, I am out on Mahomes as the MVP this year. Uh, Patrick has 22 touchdowns right now, zero rushing touchdowns, which is a, a big variance between he and Hertz for what it's worth. And if the season, if he goes on this current pace that Mahomes is on, he'd throw 31 touchdowns, which is <laughs> it's pretty good. But it's not not like the 50 that he threw was that 2019 or so. He had 51 of those seasons. It might have been his first year. Uh, Cody. So if uh, Hertz is going to have on pace to have right right now has nine or 10 more touchdowns. Does that matter since they're all brotherly shoves and give me your Mahomes speech? I don't, I don't think it matters. And, and the Mahomes speech, I, I didn't put a lot of research into this one because I think that if uh, Mahomes gets the one seed, he's going to have, it's going to, it's going to be through Mahomes. If the chiefs get that one seed, he is, um, I just had this stat 29 and three in the month of December or 20 and three, my bad 20 and three in the month of December. So, I mean, he could go on a roll here, but uh, if he, if he gets the one seed, I think that depending on how the NFC shakes out, if Dak Prescott gets the one seat, one seat over there, I think he gets it. But if they don't want to give it to Purdy, they don't want to give to Jalen hurts and Mahomes has a one seed. I think he gets it. And uh, same with Lamar as well for me. And um, you got to think that they got to get Mahomes some help out there because, like Wes is pointing out, this it doesn't look like classic Mahomes. And um, whether that's through the tight end or them just falling too far into the taking um, taking what the defense gives you approach that they've had the past year and a half, I mean, it's almost a shame to see Pat Mahomes just keep throwing to um, the flat. 
instead of pushing downfield like he used to. Yeah, we'll have to determine if they have enough faith in Raji Rice to embark on this offseason with maybe just not ignore or ignoring free agency and just trusting that uh, Raji will, will be the guy or if they spend not Tyreek money, but 15 million or so on whoever may be available. I haven't looked too far into that yet. Yeah, uh, they're but- just so loyal to their own guys, even if they're not worth it. Like um, Marcus Valdez-Scantling and Sky Moore, Justin Watson. Mm-hmm. They all just need to get out of there. I mean, start new. Yeah, we've we've joked on the show that they basically have the Giants receiving core. And sometimes that does um, come out in the wash, especially in big moments. Uh, Jason, Mahomes must drive you crazy a couple times per year what do you think of him as mvp again you know not this year nope not this year i mean you think you just say it out loud 22 touchdowns i mean russell wilson's got that many <laughs> I, I and that at least i watch every one of his games and it's not like i ever get like blown away by what he's done right mm-hmm. you know it's like well and obviously mahomes is is he could still is more than capable and still does things to drive other teams nuts but yeah i mean it, without you nailed it Kelsey is getting there older. I mean, he has to come down and we're seeing it this year right before our very eyes. What will he even be next year? I don't know. I mean, that's a great, great question. So if he is on his way out and they don't have absolutely anybody else that, that this poor guy could throw the ball to, I I don't feel bad for him at all, but um, (laughs) that's the truth. I mean, there's nobody there that can step up, um, you know, and, and I don't know how, how you could give it to him. I I just don't. Yeah, his his best case for me is probably that it, without him, they're probably like a five six win team. But you could say that for most of these guys. It's all right. Teams. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason they got any wins is because of him. But yeah. Yeah. Th- that's the way I could see him getting it. Is all of the rest of the field is kind of in that Purdy status that we're like, this guy's good, but do we really want to give him MVP? And then you could pivot to the argument, like, well, look at all the morons that Patrick Mahomes has to throw the ball to. And they're going to, they're they're the one seed. I mean, this guy is a miracle maker. That's where I could see. I don't know if I'd make that vote, Um, but it's kind of like what we talked about 100 times on the show. It's like the LeBron argument. The guy is so good every year. Mahomes is the same guy every year. His team's in the postseason. They're going to be in the AFC championship. Uh, just th- th- that's how it goes that we're, we're we just got <laughs> used to it that the dude has been so good this early <laughs> in his career that it, it, he's just always in this conversation yeah, and he always will be yeah we see him tunneling towards 31 passing touchdowns and it gets on our nerves because that's not good enough it's, <laughs> yeah. it's really weird <laughs> all right we got two more at least per vegas odds lamar jackson wes go uh, Lamar has a chance. Um, he has been a little inconsistent himself on the offensive end. Uh, but uh, I think if he finishes um, coming out of the bye, if he finishes the rest of the season strong and does so without uh, his tight end, Mark Andrews, and they solidify the one seed in the AFC. There you go, Cody. There's your one seed. Uh, I, I think he's got as good a chance as anybody. Why don't you give us a Tua speech as well? Because we're suddenly crunched for time. Ten minutes left. Uh, so I don't think Tua is going to get it. Uh, he has a cake matchup uh, this weekend. But then 
he's got kind of a, a murderer's row of opponents after that. Uh, so I, I don't see it happening for Tua, but I could see it happening for Tyreek. Yep. Uh, if Tyreek eclipses the 2,000 yard mark, I he's kind kind of my dark horse favorite to uh, solidify the MVP, much like Adrian did uh, in his MVP season. Uh, I think 2,000 yards would garner uh, Tyreek that MVP. Yeah, the 2,000 yards trophy or that marker might be what the voters need to point to in a year where nobody wants to win it. So it would, it would be Adrian-esque, uh, 11 years removed, that we're like, you know what, let's get, let's get funky this year since we don't want to give it to Purdy, Hurts, Mahomes, or Dak, uh, Tyreek Hill. Um, but yeah, we've basically talked ourselves out of most of the quarterbacks. Cody, what do you think of Tua and Lamar as MVP candidates? With Lamar, you could take our entire conversation we just had about Pat Mahomes and copy and paste Lamar's name into it. I mean, each point all of us made about Pat Mahomes, you can make the same point about Lamar and the MVP voting. Um, and so uh, basically my comment on Lamar, if he gets the number one seed, that's his path. <laughs> Because, uh, I mean, in that sense, you know, if he got it, then that's at the, ex- at the expense of the others. Um, as far as Tua, he's not going to get it because of Tyreek. Um, just like what Wes said, Wes made some great points. Um, what is a murderer's row for uh, Tua with, um, what is it, the Jets, Ravens, and Chiefs? Or no, Jets, Ravens, Bills? I'm sorry, I had it written down, about, I, or I thought I wrote it down. Wrote it down. Anyways, uh becomes an appetizing course for Tyreek Hill. If Tyreek Hill is the one that beats these teams at the end of the year here, that's where he will make his case. Not only does he have to do that in order to hit 2,000 yards, um, he he would be the only non-quarterback to ever win it. And uh, I, just like Wes said, Tyreek Hill is my dark horse MVP vote. And... Um, Honestly, he's the one tilting the field for an offense that is second in points scored and first in yards. I, uh, you just can't give it to Tua. There's, I said Jalen Hurts would be my MVP to bet not to win it. It's probably actually Tua. Yeah, it would be like, what is is Tyreek 28 going to be 29? Is that how old he is? So yep. in theory, he should be getting near the towards the last few years of career. What a sweet way to um, start to put a cap on a career. Yeah. Uh, so, so Jason, why don't you tell us about Lamar, Tua, and or Tyreek, the realism of those guys? Yeah, well, you guys, I mean, you guys nailed it. Why not give it to Tyreek? I mean, you know what, though? Tua, especially not Tua. You cannot give um, an MVP award to somebody who every every week you look at fantasy numbers and it's either if a chain, Mostert, certainly Hill every week, um, Waddle sometimes that are scoring 20 to 30 points per game. How could you give it to Tua? I mean, seriously, no way to him. Uh, Lamar, um, yeah, you could always make a case that he's got a chance. Uh, but yeah, let's let's just give it to Tyreek Hill because one thing is certain. Every time I'm watching statistics, uh, red zone or at the bottom of the screen, Tyreek Hill, 78-yard touchdown. (laughs) How does it happen? Everybody knows what this guy's capable of, but nobody, nobody can stop it. Nobody can. The thing that's so cool about him is he never gets slower. 
Um, no. You're supposed to, like, from what we've seen with running backs, <clears throat> especially when they start to hit this tender age, 26, 27, 28, they don't have the burst anymore. And that doesn't apply to Tyreek Hill. And it almost seems like he gets faster Yeah, <laughs> on, on Miami's playing service. I don't really understand it. Um, but yeah, I, the thing that's where I said this on a show earlier today about Tua Tagovailoa, it's so weird is he has all of the numbers. His team is right in the mix, the top of the AFC, but we never give him the credit that sometimes guys like Jalen hurts get whisked into, or at least in the tier of off season rankings. When you want to make your power rankings, you would never put Tua in your top three. Um, but it's it, it, it and he, he looks cool. He's got a cool look and swag, and I just don't know why he's like the the one guy that the media is like, yeah, you got to keep proving it. Um, well, they still haven't beaten a winning team though. Yeah, that's year. true. And I yeah, I'm I've I've even uh, promoted that that narrative because it's really weird. Um, but it's strange to me that we are so ready. Like right now, Justin Herbert totally infallible. I mean, we're like gone. Can he please get a head coach? And <laughs> like we we just we decide that certain guys are like pure passers and we know they're good. It's what we started doing with Stafford in 2009 and arguably hasn't stopped. But with Tua, it's kind of the, the reverse. We like, we always need him to prove it. We're like, well, yeah, the Tyree kill is going to have 2000 yards, but how much has Tua had to do with that? It's kind of like what the Vikings yeah. have done with Kirk Cousins, where it's about to say the same thing. Yeah. When, when uh, somebody asked me in August, if Jefferson got 2000 yards, um, would he get the MVP? And I said, well, of course he would, because, He'd be the first wide receiver ever to win it. And of course, Kirk Cousins would be the quarterback that would be feeding him that wouldn't get the award. I mean, and I would understand it. I wouldn't bitch about it. Uh, So, yeah, I think I think we talked ourselves in a huge circle about MVP where the Vegas odds favor Dak, because I, I think that's the flavor of the week. And he has a huge game this weekend. It sounds like we all have Mahomes fatigue where 31 touchdowns isn't good enough anymore, um, even if he has reduced weapons. And we're all over the board on Jalen Hurts. And Lamar Jackson was my pick in the preseason, and I'll stick with it just because. But he hasn't played well in the last four games. Man, this one's this one's a humdinger. And with um, with the Texans at seven and five, if they start surging toward the playoffs, I mean, they already kind of are. But Mm -hmm. if they get into the playoffs, don't look past CJ Stroud. He leads the league with thirty five hundred passing yards. Strong yards per attempt, 20 to 5 TD INT ratio. I mean, that stacks well amongst his peers uh, at 7 and 5 and with the Texans' recent history. It's pretty clear that Stroud is a catalyst for that for that team. Let's not rule out Jared Goff either. He's you been and- face planning, hasn't he? I don't know. No, oh. he's, he's, got the, he's on the Goff train. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that when I came up the list. I was with... I. <laughs> When I made the list without Stroud, I feel the little uh, Stroud. I felt a little rotten about it, but on the Vegas front runners, he wasn't. He wasn't in the sure. middle. And He's so, fighting history. Well, yeah. rookie of the year, Block, of and he, course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He might come. Maybe it's enough for the voters to give him that, and then they're like, "You'll you'll get your time there, mm-hmm. fella." Uh, but it's by the numbers, he would deserve it. We'll have to see how he does in life without Tank Dell, who who's He's who's not the one seat. So. <laughs> I'm just going to call this this episode when I title it on the Believe site. I'm going to call it the one seed. How long yeah. is Tank Dell out for? Uh, rest of the year. Oh, is Forever. he? Gosh, yep. that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's brutal. All right, gentlemen, uh, we'll be off next week. I have to pick Yannick Eckhart up from the airport. He's coming to the States again for six weeks, but we'll, nice. be, we'll be back. Let's see. That should be right before Christmas. All right. 
Sounds All right. good. All right, take it easy. All right, good night, guys. Later. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.